1: If you have a topic that you'd like to discuss on Unfiltered, please email your story to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com to be considered for an episode. Real people, real stories, real life. This is Seeing Other People Unfiltered. On today's episode, I sit down with Diana, a 37-year-old woman who is happily single. Diana opens up about growing up as a Jehovah's Witness, how her views on marriage changed as she got older, and how she's navigated different dating phases of her life. Diana shares how she's learned to embrace singlehood love herself, enjoy her timeline, and not let societal pressures force her to settle. Seeing Other People Unfiltered is presented by Mindset Wellness CBD. If you haven't tried Mindset Wellness CBD, or any CBD for that matter, you are missing out. Mindset Wellness CBD's products, all of their gummies are gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, organic, and they taste incredible. They've helped my anxiety, they've helped me sleep at night, and I couldn't recommend them more highly. Head to mindset on cbd.com and use code seeing other people at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. All right, and we are here in the episode. Diana, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and what you're here to talk about?
0: My name is Diana. I'm 37 years old and I'm single. But so not only am I single, I'm happily single. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, just changing your mindset and just seeing all the wonderful things about being single.
1: I love that. And I love that we're jumping into it from the perspective of like, yes, you're, you're in your mid late thirties, you're single, but you're happy. And that's something I never hear ever. Right.
0: And that's why it's, it's definitely something that's not spoken about in society. You know, society actually shames women, especially in their thirties about being single, like, Oh, there's something wrong with you, but that's not the case. You know, we're basically just single because we just haven't met our partner yet. You know, we're not going to just settle for less and we're not, you know, I could literally go on and on about this, but that's just how it is. You know, it's, it's very unheard of. And it's something that I feel like more people should just know that it's okay to be single. Like you don't have to get married when you're 20 or 25, you know, like you could just normalize finding love in your thirties and forties, even fifties, you know, like life is too short. Just, enjoy your life don't wait for that partner to you know just show up or swipe your life away you know Um, that's actually one thing I actually did something courageous last year um, and I deleted my dating apps I was on dating apps for 11 years 11 years I was on dating apps and I never had a relationship strength from it I met a lot of great people don't get me wrong but it was just it didn't work out for me so I just deleted them and it was like the weight of you know just it, I just feel free <laughs> yeah
1: kind of like the same feeling when you like unfollow an ex it's like this giant like 1,000 pound weight lifted off your shoulders and it's like right. okay like I got this well did your dating life continue after you deleted the dating apps
0: so um I've had let's just say I had a lot of fun last summer um I went out a lot I went out more often than I usually did um I guess because things were more open because in 2021 you know 2020 everything was closed down basically mm-hmm. um so in 2021 um I went out like all summer you know bars were open so I just went out a lot and I met a lot of great people but I actually just wasn't ready to start dating really or I just like didn't meet someone that I would be like oh okay I'll go on a date with that person you know mm-hmm. but so I just you know I actually have not gone out on a date in a year actually no
1: but you feel okay about it.
0: I, I feel okay about it. And I'm like, you know what? If I meet someone that I'm, you know, that I'm like vibing with, then I'll go out on a date. But if I'm not, I'm just not going to, you know, you just got to kind of go with like your intuition.
1: Yeah. I like that. And I, I really like your mindset around it, mm-hmm. especially when you talk about like going out last summer, like you met people, but yeah. you didn't meet anybody that you wanted to go on a date with exactly. versus, versus thinking about it of like, oh, like I went out a lot last summer. I met a lot of people, but none of them wanted to go on a date with me.
0: Right, exactly. And that's just kind of how like I rolled with it. And I'm like, you know what, if I'm feeling somebody, then you know, I'll just kinda go with it. But if I'm not, then I'm not. You know, I'm just not gonna go out with anybody.
1: (laughs) Totally. Okay. So great context for what we're gonna talk about today. Let's back up to you and your story and your childhood and how you got to where you are now in your life, in your dating life and um yeah, I'd love to hear about like how you grew up. I know that's a big part of your story, if you want mm-hmm. to start there.
0: Sure. So I know um, I did grow up as a Jehovah's Witness. Um, a lot of people don't know exactly what Jehovah's Witness is or don't know many people that are uh, that follow that religion. So I was actually born into the religion. Um, a Jehovah's Witness is a stronger form of Christianity. Um, it's very strict. Uh, we actually just believe in one God, and his name is actually Jehovah. We don't go call him God. We just call him Jehovah um we do believe like many other christians that jesus died for you know for our sins um we don't believe we don't celebrate holidays we don't celebrate birthdays i know that's a shock for a lot of people um we don't slip the flag we don't like sing the national anthem we actually can't, we refuse blood transfusions as well which is a surprise to like a lot of people
1: i learned about that on gray's anatomy
0: yes there was actually an episode yep that, that yeah and it's so funny because i actually well it's not really funny but i used to walk around well back then i used to have a card that says no blood so god forbid i got into like accident and i needed a blood transfusion they would know that oh we can't give her blood so it's yeah. kind of sad in a way but that's just what we believe in because we believe that our blood is pure that we shouldn't be given blood um, we also can't donate blood but since i'm i don't practice a religion now i do donate blood because that's just something i like to do to give back to the community um <laughs> and we do believe in heaven but we don't believe in hell and we actually don't believe in the afterlife hmm. yeah so there's a lot so, of, it's a, there's a lot that goes on with the religion but it's basically we don't celebrate holidays or birthdays
1: yeah so what was growing up in this religion in this community actually like for you
0: So it was very different because even going to school, you know, you see everyone like, you know, celebrating birthdays and like the holidays, you know, like, you know, how you do like for Thanksgiving, you do like the turkey, like cut out, you know, things like that. I was actually exempt from a lot of those things because of my faith. So it was very difficult, but like growing up, I just got used to it. Like, I just thought that was kind of like the norm. Like, oh, I'm just different from everybody else. You know, I didn't, didn't really click, but I had no choice. Like I was born into the religion. And even with the Jehovah's Witness, you actually um, don't get baptized as a baby. You actually get baptized when you're ready to dedicate yourself fully to God, to Jehovah. Um, so we actually get baptized when we're basically older and ready to dedicate your life to him. Got it.
1: You mentioned before that like you don't pledge like to a flag or anything like that. So like, in school when everyone else... Like had to stand up and do that. Mm-hmm. Did you like? Did I you just, not stand up? Or
0: I stood up, but I didn't like put my hands to my no. heart. I just or Got like it. actually repeated it. We just yeah. I just kind of stood there because I wasn't allowed to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought about that in years. Well, obviously. I don't even know if they did.
0: I don't even know to do that now. Like, I have no idea how I it wonder. is in school now. I actually wondered yeah. too. I'm like, I should ask my niece because she's in middle school. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, report back. I'm really yeah. curious. Um, okay, so obviously growing up, you felt like, I mean, you felt like you were different, but that's just because that was the way things were. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if this has any relation to it, but like, I feel like you maybe had different perspectives on the world and on like yourself in the world. And that feels like it ties into how you have a different perspective on like your age and being single. Yeah.
0: So, and it's funny because growing up, I thought that I had to go with what society kind of like guys you well kind of like what society kind of believes that you should do things like you know dating and then um falling in love and then getting engaged and getting married and having babies which is called a relationship escalator i thought that that's how you have to do your life you know and growing up honestly in my 20s i was actually what i call a serial dater i literally dated like from back i, I went from one relationship to another like back to back like i literally that was my 20s because i thought that that's what you have to do you have to just date everyone and like you, you know find someone to marry you you know <laughs> so it's like i calmed down a lot obviously <laughs> but i just kind of um disregarded the whole timeline thing you know i just kind of did my own thing and i just kind of went into the mindset with like everything happens for a reason and it will happen when it's
1: meant to happen yeah I feel like that's just so much easier said than done. Though. It is. Like it how, really is. how how did you shift your mindset to be like that?
0: So honestly, so in my, like, I think late teens, early 20s, I actually wanted to, you know, get married when I was like 26, have my first baby at 28, have my second one at 30. Um, but it just didn't work out like that. I mean, I'm 37 and here I am. I don't have any of that. <laughs> so it just, I think just like the kind of like relationships just didn't, work out for me in that way. And I just, I mean, I went through a lot in my 20s. It was, my 20s were very, very difficult. Um, But, you know, I just, my whole mindset honestly changed in 2020. So I was never always like this.
1: Yeah. So what, okay. So 2020, obviously COVID pandemic, Mm -hmm. what was going on for you and in your mind about everything?
0: So 2020, I was actually, um, I was actually ready to like start dating again. Right. And then boom pandemic hits um so i was like okay so maybe it's not the time for me to find somebody so the i universe asked. is saying
1: <laughs> no no like, You're out not ready. yeah
0: so i actually got out my last relationship i got out of was in 2018 so i spent all of 2019 just working on myself and taking care of myself and then you know in 2020 i was ready i was like boom i'm just this is my year i'm just gonna go for it pandemic hits. didn't work out for me so i actually signed up for hinge in 2020 um i was on hinge bumble and tinder I did all the swiping. I did a few like video dates, this and that. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm like, it's just not, it's just not working. So I I took like breaks on and off in 2020 and 2021. Um, But 2021 was like when I was like, that's it, I'm done. But it's not that I'm fully done. I'm just letting somebody just like, like I'll meet somebody when I'm ready to meet somebody. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Do you ever think about the question of like, what if you don't?
0: So if I don't meet someone, um, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just letting it, letting it be basically, you know, if I'm not meant to be with somebody, then I'm just not meant to be with somebody, but I'm not going to stop my life to find that one person, you know, like I love to travel. I love just doing things on my own. Like I took myself out for my birthday last year and the year before, like, I just love doing things like that. Like I love going to dinner by myself. I love going to movies alone. I love traveling alone is like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I can't even tell you. So, you know, it's just, I'll just keep doing those things to, you know, maybe you never know. I mean, I can meet somebody in the Caribbean somewhere. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> I could but, end up traveling there for good. Right. But um, I'm just
0: like, you know, I'm just not going to stop my life until, you know, until it happens.
1: Yeah, no, I love that and it sounds like you've really taken the time to learn to love yourself and love your own company and mm-hmm. I think that's like the most important thing we can do especially if there's a part of our life that like people expect us to have that is missing cuz when that happens we feel so much pressure and we feel like everyone's looking at us like there's something wrong with us mm-hmm. and so we're not kind to ourselves we're like oh something is wrong with me like I I hate myself because nobody loves me and and I'm really like impressed and I think it's like a wonderful thing that you were able to not go down that path internally and instead to say like no like I'm great I love doing these things by myself I can still go to the places I want to go I can still like try restaurants I want to try like I know there are so many people And even my friends like who are in their like mid late twenties are like, Oh, like I'm dying to go to this place, but it's such a destination for like me to go with a boyfriend or like I really want to try this new restaurant, but it's such a date restaurant, like I can't go with a friend. And I'm like, like, no. And I was like that too. Like I'm not gonna pretend I wasn't. But I think it's amazing to know that like you don't have to like view everything that way
0: right like you don't have to do everything with a partner you know yeah no it's like if you want to go check out the new restaurant just go and do it you know if you want to go check out that new movie that came out go and do it you know just don't depend on your life on somebody else I mean or if like you know you ask a group of girlfriends or something to go out with you and they don't want to just go by yourself like <laughs> you know it's just about being comfortable with just like no one's gonna think you're weird like I'm mm-hmm. just so like I I don't even care what people think anymore like what you want, but...
1: <laughs> I'll i will be honest. I've never gone to a restaurant by myself or so a movie.
0: I really... Oh, my God. Movies are, like, the best thing. Like, sometimes if I'm, like, not doing anything, I'm, like, I'm just going to go watch a movie today. Like, I'm yeah. just... And then I'll go do it. But I usually sit at, like, the bar um, when I go out and dine alone. And, you know, mm-hmm. well, something to try out. Why not? You got to do it at least once.
1: <laughs> you know, it's something I've wanted to... I've actually, like, actively said to myself, like, I want to go do this. I just... I don't know. Like I never actually make myself do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm I guys, everybody is listening to this. I am committing to doing this. Um, but look, I, I just spent 10 days alone with COVID in my apartment and like, I, I'm really proud to say I didn't feel lonely, which, okay, um, I think is like a really, really like amazing and rare thing granted I had my dog so I wasn't totally alone and I can't imagine I I don't know how I would have done it without him um but in any case so I know um in the email that you originally sent me you mentioned a lot about like your family dynamics and and your parents and their parenting style when you were growing up and I'd love Mm -hmm. to hear more about that and how like that shaped who you are
0: Sure. So the family dynamic was good. Um, Obviously, they were strict. And I think part of it was besides our faith um, was we're um, Puerto Rican. So usually Hispanic parents are known to be more strict than, than others. So, I mean, it was good. But the thing that I think kind of like I found it difficult, like growing up was we were never like affectionate with each other. But we did do a lot of family things. Like we always went, we always did road trips to like Orlando. We went to Disney, Universal Studios. Um, we took a lot of family cruises. So we did a lot of things as a family. We always had like family dinner. Like that was always a must. You know, like you can't use your cell phone during dinner, or like you know, you know, it's things like Seems. that. Yeah. So we always did everything as a family. But we just never, we were just not an affectionate family, which is kind of weird to say, but just wasn't. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And so in terms of that, like having strict parents, what types Mm -hmm. of things were they strict about?
0: So I wasn't ever really like allowed to go out really. Um, unless like someone like came with me. So like either my sister or like my brother had to be like a chaperone. So I didn't do a lot of dating, um, as a teenager because of that reason. Um, in my twenties when I kind of like got away from, you know, being a Jehovah's witness, I did go out more and I kind of I felt like I almost and I'm, I'm the oldest of three I should actually say I'm the oldest of three so they were always harder on me because I had to set the good example for my siblings I have a brother and sister um and they still were always hard on me but then again uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna like mess up but I did everything like I, I did go out a lot with like my friends and you know I like hung out I kind of like I was like kind of like the rebel like the black sheep of the family um so I kind of got into a lot of arguments with my parents because i always like didn't listen to them and i stayed out past curfew and yeah this whole big thing um so then my sister my brother actually ended up getting married when they were like both 20. they got married when they're younger and they have kids now and i'm the opposite so i actually like you know i was supposed to be a good example so i did i'm like i always had like two jobs try to make my money. And I went to college. I'm like, okay, at least this is me setting a good example for my siblings, but it didn't work out for them. So, (laughs) so I kind of chose that route instead.
1: (laughs) I find it really funny that you as the oldest, like your parents were most strict on you because I'm the youngest of three and my parents were the most strict on me. I have two older brothers. And because I was like the baby and the girl, it was like, Both of my brothers, my parents were super strict with them, had so many rules for them, curfews, like rules about like driving, like couldn't drive with any friends or get driven by any friends, all these things. They broke every single rule. So they made the rules even like more strict for me. But I was the good kid who was going to follow every rule. So like even when I got home from my freshman year of college, I had like a 10 p.m. curfew. I'm like, I'm just going to Christina's mm-hmm. house three minutes away. I've known her my entire life. You've known yeah. her family her, her entire lives. We're going to mm-hmm. watch a Disney Channel movie, but I have to be home by 10. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's kind of so- how it was. Like when I was nineteen, <laughs> my curfew was like 930. And then even like I actually moved out of my parents' house when I was 25. And my curfew then was still like midnight. And I'm like, I'm 25 years old. Like midnight? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like what am I going to do? You know, I want to like, just go out, you know, to clubs like back when there were actually clubs. Um <laughs> But, um, yeah, so it was just, like, the whole, like, dynamic. Like, they were so tough on me. And I felt like – like, my brother's the youngest. He gets away with murder. Like, he, like, could get away with anything, basically. Like, so he, he could thank me and my sister, really, for him getting away with everything. And he's the only boy, too. So he's, like, you know, the favorite, we always say. But whatever. We're always joking. <laughs>
1: yeah. So with them both, like, getting married and having kids – And being younger than you, Mm -hmm. has that impacted like any pressure that your family has put on you or just in general, like what is like the pressure that you face from people in your world? Or are they questioning like, why aren't you doing these things that you're quote unquote supposed to be doing? What's that been like? Um,
0: Yeah. So I've learned how to kind of like brush it off. Um, But my mom occasionally will ask me, so she's like, oh, so when are you going to get married? And I'm like, relax. It was actually funny, on Thanksgiving, um, I, you know, we had dinner together, and randomly my mom's like, oh, so are you dating anybody? And then she's like, oh, I just want to eat some wedding cake. And I'm like, whoa, like, where'd you get there? I'm like, first of all, we're talking about dating somebody, and then now you're talking about a wedding, like, all your roll <laughs> like, if you
1: want wedding cake, go, <laughs> go get a wedding cake, like, we don't <laughs> right? need a wedding for that.
0: Like, go to a bakery, like, no, okay, so I'm like, yeah. so sometimes she'll be off, like, my back for a couple months, and then all of a sudden she'll just, like, drill me, like, oh, so when are you going to eat, like? just relax, Let's just chill. Like, just let me be me. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. How have you learned to shrug those pressures and those comments off? Because I know that's a really big thing that people are always like emailing and DMing me about is like, if people ask like, why are you single? Or, are you going for the holidays? And they're like, oh, like, why don't you have someone with you? Or like, you're the only single friend in, in the whole friend group. Like, how do you not let that get to you?
0: So it took a lot of. um Patience and knowing what to say. And actually, I honestly hate it when people when people ask me why am I single. It's actually I just want to let everybody know it's not a compliment. It's actually offensive. <laughs> it's offensive. Um, you know, if I want to be funny, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm single because I'm crazy." You know. But um honestly, you're just single because you just haven't met your partner yet. That's really all it is. I mean, you don't owe anyone an explanation. You're just single because you're just that. You're just single. Like there's nothing wrong with that and especially being single in your 30s just I know a lot of people feel pressure because like you know like the time clock and like oh my god I gotta have babies by like this time because if not it's going to be a little bit harder but you just have to think of things will happen when they're meant to when they're meant to happen basically so I mean that's just all I can really think of but honestly in 2020 actually because I was all like in my feels. Um, but 2020 was actually like a good year for me. I have to say, despite the pandemic, it was a good year for me. Cause I honestly, I'm an introverted extrovert. I like to say. So when the lockdown happened, I was like, oh shit, I don't gotta leave my house. So I'm like, this is great. I'm like, this is nice. Um, but, and then I decided to just kind of pick up new hobbies. So I actually started listening to podcasts in 2020 and there's one specific one that changed my life and changed my mindset about being single. And I praise her so much. So um, her name is actually Shani Silver. And she has a podcast called The Single Serving Podcast. And it's changed my life. And she's, she's actually going to be 40 this year. So she's, you know, like, close to my age. And she just wrote this book called The Single Revolution. And I'm actually slowly reading it, because I'm like, I want to digest every single word. And it's basically just changing, like your mindset about being single. And just like, it's just because we're single, it doesn't mean that we don't want to partner. We're just not gonna like stop our life until that happens yeah. you know and she really honestly changed my life so in 2020 like I just listened to like I just indulged on in her work basically
1: how do you remember <laughs> how you ended up finding her in the podcast
0: I honestly because I listen to all my, my podcasts on Spotify so I think I typed in something like single or something I don't even know how it came yeah. up and yeah. her, she, hers was like one of the first ones to come up and I'm just like oh this is it because I like obviously I always listen to you since like dating sucks um, okay. so I've listening to like back then, <laughs> um, you know, and I listened to like so many other dating podcasts and I'm like, let me change it up a little bit and start listening to podcasts about being single. And then hers was like, it like changed my mind. It just, oh my God, it was great.
1: Well, I love that. I love that piece of advice. I love that everyone listening now can go listen to the rest of this episode and then go listen to <laughs> the single serving podcast. Yeah. Um, but I think the, a really big takeaway from that, and something that people don't think about enough, is that you you were like, okay, I've listened to dating content. Why don't I listen to content about being single? It's like you can choose what content you digest, and you don't yeah. have to be constantly seeing posts from all these dating accounts or from all these like celebrity couples of them doing these things that you're not doing. That maybe you want to do, maybe you're dying to do that, maybe you're not, but. The point is, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to have them in your face. You don't have to be hearing about all these things. And so, I think it's amazing that what you did was you went and found something that was more suited to you, where you are now. You felt really seen and understood by it, and it helped you. And yeah. I think that's amazing. And it's like even like with Valentine's Day, people are like, "What do I do?" Like, I'm going to be so upset being single on Valentine's Day. I'm like don't go on social media for the day. Like, it's just going to hurt you. Like, you're honestly, not going to be happy.
0: It doesn't even bother me. Even, like, even when I am in a relationship, I don't even want to celebrate because I'm like, first of all, it's too expensive to go to dinner. Like, we'd go to dinner every other, any other night, you know, for, like, cheaper. Yeah. So um, I honestly, I'm like, if you're in love and you want to show it on social media, I'm like, go ahead. I'm like, I'm just, like, whatever. I'm just, like, going to, I don't know, read a book or something. I don't know, <laughs> you know? Totally. <laughs> But, I mean, that's the thing, too. A lot of people, like, just, like, they they get, like, anxiety, like, regarding Valentine's Day. And I'm just, like, honestly, just look forward to the next day when all the chocolates 50% are off. Like, <laughs> like that that's funny? it. You know, just think about the next day. Um, But honestly, it's, I don't even want to get to me anymore. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just, even when I'm in a relationship, I don't even want to, like, acknowledge that <laughs> holiday, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're just in this really great place where you are very self-accepting and, and you're not hard on yourself. Um, and I mean, I think that's, that's what every, everyone listening to this wants to get to, you know, um, do you have any other friends who are in the same boat as you?
0: Um, I don't actually. Um, I think I'm just one, well, I mean, no, I'm lying. Um, I have a few, but like, not too much. Like, I feel like a lot of my, my friends are in relationships, um, but no, it's, it's really just, I mean, just me and a few others and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have you, been, I'm like...
1: <laughs> have you been able to like maintain the same friendships that you've had with, with these people as like, as your friends have gotten into relationships, like marriages, had kids or has that changed?
0: So it, it actually has changed. Um, so I actually have a story if I could actually share it. Please. Um, so I think you're going to get kicked out of this. So in my last job um, that I used to work at, I actually had a friend and keyword had a friend. Um, She was actually younger than me. Um, So I was 30 at the time. So she was about 21, 22. And I was actually in a relationship at the time I was dating somebody. And she actually like when I, one of the first times, like I met her, she's like, Oh, so you're 30. She's like, why aren't you married yet? And I was, like, taken so back what? by it. I was just, like, excuse me. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not not gonna- to say
1: 101. Right.
0: Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not going to force my boyfriend to marry me, first of all. Like, and I'm sorry that, like, you don't have to get married by the time you're 30. Like, that's it. Like, if I had – if she told me that now, oh, my God, I would have gone off. But, like, I didn't have a big, like, a clapback or something, like, to say to her back then. But she literally said, like, oh, you're supposed to get, get married. i like, no. And, of course, she's actually um, – I'm obviously still friends with her on social media, so I – um, she is married now. I think she got married when she was like 25 and I'm just like, yeah, she'll probably be divorced by 40, but whatever. Um, all joking aside, <laughs> like, you know, I wish her well, but that's something not, don't, don't say that. Like that's disrespectful. Like, no, you don't know what someone is going through. You don't know what anyone's like life is like, you don't know what, I mean, she didn't know, like, I'm like, what if I do not want to get married then? You know?
1: Right. I mean, uh, that's just a ridiculous question to ask anyone. Yeah. Like, regardless of age I mean maybe if if you know somebody and you you're friends with them and you talk about stuff like this and you know that they've been dating somebody for like five years then you can say like, oh like have you thought about like your timeline or your future plans but don't say like, why aren't you married yet
0: yeah like it's so just dis- like don't ever say that ever like I'm sorry it's like it's like she's like saying like there's something wrong with me like that's like the kind of vibe I got and I'm just like there's nothing wrong with you you're just you're You're I'm just not married.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Like I don't know what to tell you.
0: So yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was a great moment in my life.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. I I can't believe somebody could actually say that like with a straight face. But
0: I'm sure she sees all my, you know, all my videos and posts about me traveling all over the world. So, you know, whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe she's jealous of you. (laughs) Who knows? knows? But you know, I'm Um, like,
0: life is just too short. Like just don't let things like that get to you. I mean, I know it's easier said than done, but
1: shit happens. <laughs> yeah, it does. So you mentioned how like a lot of women do feel pressure because of their biological clock and that that timeline. Um, at what point did you decide that you didn't want to have children? And how do you think that impacted your like internal narrative of how you feel about being single or how you felt about like needing to find somebody at a certain age versus not Mm
0: -hmm. so um I actually can't pinpoint the exact moment where I decided not to have children um because you know society always you know thinks that us as women just because we have a uterus that we're supposed to just bear all these children um so it came to a point where I was just like you know what I'm like just because I have a uterus does not mean I have to use it you know (laughs) Yeah. so I actually just came to realization I'm like you know what I'm like I just maybe like I love kids don't get me wrong but they're just not for me you know I have two nieces and one nephew that I adore so much you know I love them so much and I like treat them like they're my children you know I just give them back when I'm done <laughs> which is the great thing about it
1: you give them back um, and then you get but, on a plane
0: <laughs> right exa- yeah exactly I'm gonna be that aunt you know that cool aunt <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're the cool aunt, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great place to be.
0: Right. So I actually been told, um, like, years ago that I'm selfish for not wanting to have children. But I feel like, as a woman, that's your decision. You know, you don't have to – if you don't want to have children, you just – it's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's just nothing wrong with that. Um, But I did um, donate my eggs, actually, when I was 31. And then I did it a second time when I was 33 um so uh, at least like I felt like that was my way of just giving back to you know me being perfectly healthy and fertile um (laughs) to just kind of you know have you know a couple or you know a single person a chance as you know having their own family
1: I love that yeah I'm like I got the chills when you said that because like I mean you mentioned like (laughs) donating blood which was like something you never would have done and couldn't do and was like Mm -hmm. against your religion and that that's something you do now to give back because you can and and I think that's a beautiful thing that you did a few years ago too when you said like you know what like I'm not going to do this but like somebody else can and I can help them with that.
0: Yeah, and I've obviously like I've been called selfish before. I donated my eggs, but I'm like if I run into that person I'll be like, well, am I so selfish now that I did this, you know, because <laughs> I felt like yeah. it's a selfless act, you know. Um so when people do ask me that, you know, when I'm especially when I'm dating somebody, I always I'm always honest, you know, I don't want to lead someone on thinking that you know we're gonna like get married and have kids, so i I'm always honest, I'm saying like it's something that I decided to just not do like in my life, so you know, I mean, I'm a wonderful aunt. Will I be a wonderful mom? I don't know, <laughs> so you know, I just prefer to be an aunt. That's it,
1: <laughs> oh, I love that, and yeah. I think that's a really good takeaway too, like regardless if you want kids, if you don't want kids, whatever it is, like you have to be upfront and honest, Mm -hmm. partially because the other person should know. Mm -hmm. And also partially because they don't, they have no idea, you know? And like, that's a thing that I hear about all the time where like people could get into relationships and be dating for like six months, a year, two years, and then it comes up. And one person has known the entire time that they don't want kids. And the other person has known the entire time that they do want kids. And they haven't talked about that at all.
0: Right. And that's really important relationships. You have to be upfront and honest. I mean, even, I mean, if you're honestly scared that they're going to like run away, then let them, but that, that, that person's not for you. It's not for you. A person that will be there for you will be understanding of that's what you want. And, you know, just kind of like realize that, you know what, if it's not meant to be like, if one person wants one thing and another person wants another thing, it's not going to work out. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to change that person's mind, you know? So it's just, it's not going to work out you know so you always have to be upfront and honest from the beginning
1: totally and with what you said about being scared like if you're so scared that when you tell somebody they're gonna leave you like you shouldn't feel that way in a relationship Right, and you should know that you're gonna tell someone something they're gonna hear you out and look if they do leave like if that like let's say I want kids and they don't and they leave like well, the relationship was doomed anyway. Right, exactly. So like sometimes like the wrong relationship has to end for you to find the right one.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep, I I totally agree with that statement. And it's just like, you know, everything, I know it sounds so cliche, but everything does happen for a reason, I'm like, if a person leaves you because of your, you know, different expectations, then let them leave. Like that person's not for you. I'm like, there's plenty of people out there you can choose from and just kind of go with it.
1: Yeah, 100%. -hmm.
0: All right, so I feel like, one of the good things about being single is, you know, taking care of yourself, um, make sure you love yourself. And I'm not saying like you ha you don't have to fully heal yourself to be with somebody, but just love yourself enough to be okay on your own. Um, your mental health and your overall well-being It's so, so important that it's just, sorry, you're definitely going to cut this out.
1: You're good, you're good. You're good. I'm just
0: like trying to like make it sound so good. Um,
1: Why don't I, why don't I ask you a question that way? Okay. Okay. So obviously when it comes to dating, like one of the big crossovers that I love to talk about is like dating and mental health and Mm -hmm. dating impacts your mental health, your mental health impacts your dating life. But in addition to dating is, is the concept of actually being single. And how have you made sure that being single hasn't negatively impacted your mental health or if it has in the past, how did you turn that around for yourself?
0: So definitely loving yourself is something that's really important. Um, Now, I know you you don't have to fully heal yourself before you can love somebody. Um, Just, you know, love yourself enough to be okay on your own. Um, Your mental health, and your overall well-being is so, so important. And I feel like you should prioritize yourself before trying to find somebody else. Um, And it's not, you know, just loving yourself is not selfish. I mean, it's called self-care and self-care is not selfish. You know, like that's what I go by all the time that's like my mentality going into things you know just prioritize yourself over finding somebody and you know you'll be okay i mean and if you're struggling honestly it's it's hard trust me i was never like this um i've cried many nights i've had my heart broken many many times you know it took a lot of strength and the you know my past trauma um my past relationships you know the way i grew up really made me into the person that i am today you know i'm very independent very self sufficient Um, I've actually been told that I'm intimidating which is an excuse because I honestly feel like boys will get intimidated but men can handle it that's how I go by it so if a guy if if somebody says you're intimidating run (laughs) just run away (laughs) 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 yeah so I mean that's really all it comes down to it's just a lot of self-care just like it's all like about your mental like your mindfulness basically
1: Yeah. I love what you said about self-care isn't selfish. And (laughs) I think that's something that we don't always think about. Like sometimes, I mean, to me, like my, like, I, I think about canceling plans, you know, like there are so many plans that I will make. And then the day comes and I'm like, I am in no way, shape or form, like, mentally emotionally physically like prepared to do this thing that I agreed to mm-hmm. I really don't want to disappoint this person whether it's whether it was going on a date or going to a friend's birthday dinner or going to see my parents like it doesn't matter the occasion like there are some times where you just you you commit yourself to something and the day comes and you can't you feel like you can't do it and I think one thing that's happened over the last few years like throughout COVID throughout the pandemic is that people have become more understanding of someone's like inability to follow up or to like do the thing that they said they were going to do or go to the happy hour or go to the dinner and that's something that I'm really grateful for and like to me like canceling plans is a form of self-care <laughs> like right, if, I, yeah. if I know I need the night off if I know I'm like overwhelmed I'm stressed or I'm just like I don't even need an excuse you know like if I just know I don't want to do this thing I think I'm I'm really like kind to myself now about it and I'm like okay they might be disappointed for a few minutes they'll get over it they'll understand and you know what next time we hang out and they want to cancel then they'll feel like they can and I'll be like yeah totally no problem at all um and so I think that's something like self-care is becoming like it's become a trend and it's become something that people celebrate rather than think of as like oh like they're being selfish but like I I do think sometimes we we do fall into the trap of like, oh, we can't do this thing for ourselves because like we have to do something for someone else. But when it comes down to it, you can't be a good partner to somebody else if you aren't taking care of yourself. You can't be a good parent or a good child if you're not taking care of yourself. You can't like be your best self on a date, whether it's a first date or it's a date night with somebody you've been dating for years. Like you have to take care of yourself.
0: Right. And that's, it kind of leads back to like what I you know said before, just if you just go with your intuition. If you just don't feel like going to that activity, you don't have to, you know, if you don't feel like going on, on on that first date, you don't have to, you know, reschedule, you know, there's so many things that you can do. Like just always, I always go with my intuition for everything. So if you just don't have a good feeling, just don't do it. Like, and that's okay. You know, just take care of yourself, read a book, do puzzles, color, take baths color you know, that's days. mine <laughs> I love coloring. coloring I actually started that when I and, you know when the pandemic hit I was just like oh this is so like relaxing I just love doing it
1: <laughs> it's incredible and I actually I kind of stopped coloring for a few months like for no reason I just like kind of forgot about it and yeah. my coloring books and my markers got like piled under a bunch of things and then in my covid phase of the last two weeks i i called my mom i was like what should i do i'm like I, i'm just gonna be so bored and she was like color you haven't sent me any coloring pages in a while and i'm like oh my god you're right and so for the last week i've been coloring i did like four full pages in my coloring book nice. and it's been incredible it's just so um, it's
0: like you forget about the world you forget about everything yeah. like it's just so therapeutic to me and i just love it
1: especially when it comes to canceling plans since we're talking about that if you're going to cancel a date Or if you're gonna cancel any plan, like whatever it is, just be honest about it. Like it's okay to say you don't feel up to it. It's okay to say you had a really hard day. It's okay to say you are mentally drained Mm -hmm. and you want to like and and you know it wouldn't be fun for either of you. Like and if if you have a date and you know you wanna see that person but you need to cancel it, just tell them and make sure to let them know that you do want to see them, you know, like be kind and and be considerate of their feelings and say like, look, I've had a really long day. I'm really excited to meet you, but I'm just not in the right mindset for it tonight. I hate to cancel last minute, but like, what's your schedule like next week? I'd love to see you.
0: Right. Exactly. And, you know, just always, be honest with it. Be honest with your feelings. Like, there's nothing wrong. And if that person feels, like, hurt about it, then you know what? That person honestly is not for you.
1: <laughs> go, yeah, go on another date, <laughs> you know? They need to practice some self-care and understand. Right, understand And, right, and exactly. then maybe they'll be ready. And but then again, after- even a few coloring books
0: right there you go and even when it's even your family or your friends if you're just not up to that activity if you just want to lay on your couch and watch netflix that's fine that's perfect like that's self-care watching netflix is a form of (laughs) self-care
1: exactly like do what you need be kind to yourself yeah be understanding to yourself like i think a, a big thing that i keep going back to in my mind throughout our conversation is we're we give so much to other people. We try so hard to understand how someone else is feeling, why someone else is doing something, why someone's single, why someone's in a relationship that's unhealthy, like whatever it is, we try so hard to give other people the benefit of the doubt and to understand where they're coming from and and be respectful of it. In theory, I hope we're all trying to do that. Yeah. Um, But point being like, we don't, often take the time to feel that way about ourselves and to be patient with ourselves and say, it's okay that I'm 37 and single. Like, I love myself and I love my life. And if it happens, great.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing too. You can walk away from any moment, anytime. You know, I've been in toxic relationships and it took a lot of courage to actually get out of those. I mean, it's never easy. It's never easy, but honestly, it molds you into the person that you are. You know, don't ever settle is that's my huge like my biggest thing don't ever ever settle you know that's the worst thing about being a toxic relationship but you can't and the thing is so you can't tell a person to get out of that toxic relationship they have to do it on their own because trust me when in my past I've had people tell me like you should like leave this person this you know and kind of go but you can't tell that to somebody they have to do it on their own and it's it's gonna take a lot (laughs) but that's the thing is just don't ever settle I'm like your well-being and yourself is just way more important than a toxic relationship
1: yeah without a doubt and that is so true yeah what you said right like you can't ever tell you can tell someone but they're not gonna listen they're not gonna
0: listen exactly you can just tell them a million times you can show them all the facts and all everything and that you can tell somebody until they have to realize it on their own because trust me if it wasn't for that I've yeah I've I've gotten the courage to just get up and leave you know you that's what you got to yeah. do that's
1: yeah well do. thank you so much for being here i am so appreciative of you taking the time and, and coming on and opening up your heart um to us all i know you want to be a resource for the single people audience so where can people find you if they want to reach out to you
0: yes if anyone is struggling with changing your mindset about being single um or just want to have somebody to talk to that can understand or anything you can always reach out to me. Uh, my Instagram is d underscore lo one zero eight four. You can always just send me a DM, and you know we could just chat about it. And I can give you advice. I have you know other sources that I've used also that um has changed my whole mindset about things and you know podcasts that I listen to, books that I read. Um, so I can definitely be a source for being happily single.
1: I love that. Thank you so much. And to everyone who of tuned course. in. Yeah. If you want to reach out to Diana, absolutely do. Um, I know so many of you who have reached out to me, part of the problem or, or the, the big pain point for you is that you feel alone in it. And so here's somebody who wants to help you feel not yeah. alone. Yes. And reach I out. honestly,
0: like, I love talking about like, you know, me being single and just, cause it's not, something that it gets spoken about a lot so it's like i just want to help people and just just know that it's okay it's okay you know just yeah. brush off the people brush off negativity take care of yourself and you'll be good
1: wonderful we will end on that note to everyone who listened thank you so much don't forget to send this episode to a friend who you think would benefit from hearing it get us, us a five-star rating and review and i'll see you next week
0: mads i am obsessed with our brand pillars you mean Vagina Sweat, Good Branding, and Being Jewish blooded Queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSYS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh yeah, that too, Scout, that too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello everyone, I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL.